Hi there, Paula Eamon here with a heart full of love for you and a heart's desire to encourage you to endure this short life with joy and hope, by the grace of God, for the glory of God. You're listening to Cloud of Witnesses. Before we dive into why I wanted to start this podcast and what the title Cloud of Witnesses means, I'd like to introduce myself. I am the wife of a precious man who loves the Lord deeply and the mother of four wonderful kids who range in ages 9 to 15. My whole life has been lived in the South and the West, with the ministry being what the Lord has used for nearly every move. I, like you, have seen my fair share of trials, and also like you, always long to be encouraged through them. What encourages me the most is the reminder that by God's grace, I can endure because he does not ordain anything in my life that he does not give me the grace for. A friend of mine, Stephanie Smith, who actually has a podcast of her own called Think Bible, recently described on her podcast a trial that she was going through. She talked about how the promises of God's word were what she clung to for endurance and that striving to be thankful in everything really shaped the way she thought about her trial. That was super helpful to me. But what I also found tremendously encouraging was how she described her trial. That may sound strange, but it really helped me to not feel so isolated in my trial. Then I got to thinking, why do trials make us feel so isolated? I can speak for myself that while I'm going through a hard time, I feel like there must be something wrong with me. Another check in the negative column for our endurance can be the impact our still relatively new world of social media has. It tempts us to try to strive to look perfect all the time, and unfortunately in our churches, sometimes we feel like we need to present ourselves as always having our act together, which leads us to feel less than because we're struggling through hardships. I believe we really miss out on opportunities to magnify what the grace of God looks like in a rubber-meet-the-road kind of way when we whitewash our lives for others. All that said, this is why I wanted to start a podcast. I want to bring to your attention scripture that will equip you and people who will inspire you to endure. We all endure hardships. How we endure can inspire others to endure. What does God's word have to say about all of this? Let's look at that now. Hebrews chapter 12 starts out with a conclusion, and this is what it is. Because we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, We should lay aside the weights and the sins we cling to the most, and we should run with endurance the race that is set before us. This cloud of witnesses sounds important. So who are they? Well, just look at the list in the preceding chapter. It's the list that some people call the Hall of Faith. This list includes people like Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Moses, and Samuel. It also includes the more general categories of people who were stoned and even people who were sawn in half. The author of Hebrews, in a moment of reverence, says that the world wasn't even worthy of these martyred believers. Wow. You know, I heard a statistic a few years ago that there are actually more people being martyred for the faith now than if you combined all of the martyrs from the past. I can only believe that God's heart still feels the same way since we know that he is always the same. Back to the cloud of witnesses. This testifying group of believers from the past is in the grandstand at our race not telling us that we can do it because of how trained we are, not at all. They are in the grandstand constantly pointing us to the one who gave them the victory. Their faith in God fueled them to endure their race. They are cheering us on to look to him, 
to remember what He has done in the past, to remember what He has promised for our present, and to hope for what He has promised for our future. It's almost as if we can hear them chanting, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. That's exactly what I hope to do. But I can't accomplish that without first doing what Hebrews 12 does. It authoritatively reminds the reader that it was and is Jesus who not only starts the race of faith for every believer, but who also finishes it. And with that powerful reminder comes the command to keep our eyes transfixed upon him. Listener, there will be no endurance unless your gaze, my gaze, is transfixed upon our creator, sustainer, and redeemer. He sets the course, shoots the starting gun, passes the cups of water, and pumps us with the fuel to finish. The title Cloud of Witnesses, therefore, is inspired by these witnesses who point us to Christ. If all of these witnesses endured because of their faith in Jesus, I want to be inspired by them. As their lives point us to Christ, I want to allow them to turn my weary head to the one for whom they witnessed. Throughout the journey of this podcast, I hope to bring to your attention Bible characters and believers from the past and present who endured, or who are enduring their race of faith in a God-glorifying way. I've heard from some of you, and I'm super excited about the list I now have to explore. I can't wait to dive into inspiration. But first and foremost, I want to explore with you the trials and endurance of the Lord Jesus himself. We learn in two of the first books of the New Testament, Matthew and Luke, that Jesus was born of a virgin through the power of the Holy Spirit. This was a fulfillment of the promise made to King Ahaz by the prophet Isaiah hundreds of years earlier. Now, if you are used to the idea of the virgin birth, you may skim by it quickly without even a second thought. But oh, to have been Mary, having to endure all of the stares and all of the desires some may have had to stone her for the seeming infidelity of it all. How did this quote-unquote scandal impact Jesus in his growing years and possibly even his whole life? The son of an immoral woman? Not true in the least. But what was his pain because of the thoughts? During a trip to Nazareth, which was his hometown, people rejected his teachings because they knew his parents and siblings. Could this be the reason? As a result of his rejection, he responds, A prophet is not without honor except in his hometown and in his own household. Friend, if our Lord Jesus endured gossip, slander, and false accusations, you can too. Then let's think about the relationships he had with his siblings. Some people say that he had up to six of them. The book of John, which is another of the Gospels at the beginning of the New Testament, describes an incident in which Jesus walked through a town called Galilee for the purpose of avoiding a town called Judea, where the Jewish leaders sought to kill him. What did his siblings suggest? That he go right through Judea. Wow! The passage even goes on to say that even they did not believe in him. Did they hope Jesus would be harmed? We don't know for certain, but we do know that Jesus was in his early 30s at the time. Had he endured painful relationships with them his whole life? It's possible. Are you suffering a painful family situation? Jesus understands. Continuing down the discussion of hardships that our sweet Savior endured leads us to find that he was very poor with, in his words, no place to lay his head. He was also frequently sought after to perform for the crowd all the while knowing their selfish intentions. Impoverished, being taken advantage of, he understands. The culmination of his entire sinless life led to the brutal and gruesome torture that was his death on the cross. But before that, he was betrayed by one of his followers, denied by one of his closest friends, and abandoned by nearly everyone else. Have you been physically hurt for the cause of Christ? Have you been betrayed, denied, and abandoned? Jesus understands. He feels your pain. 
He's touched by the feeling of your infirmities. To wrap this time up, I'd like to read one of my favorite passages in Scripture, Philippians 2, 5-11. through Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Christ endured the humiliation of making himself into the likeness of man. He did it willingly. He then made himself obedient to the death of the cross for you and for me. He died to set us free from sin. Praise his name. His pain had a purpose and his trial came to an end. He's now highly exalted. Verses 12 through 16 of that same chapter in Philippians go on to say, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only as in my presence, but much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that in the day of Christ I may be proud that I did not run in vain or labor in vain. Listener, if you were a believer, your race was started by Jesus. It is not vain or empty. Your life and even your trials have a purpose. Glorify God by keeping your eyes on Him. Jesus endured much. He's with you. He understands your trial and promises to finish your race of faith. I'm sure of this, that He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. The cloud of witnesses has one purpose, to point you to the author and finisher of your race of faith, and that is Jesus. Look to Him. Unbeliever, Trust Jesus today. There is no better race than the race of faith. Well, I hope to publish a podcast every other week. I've already checked a book out of the library about our next inspiring person. I sat in the library today reading just the forward and the intro and was already in tears. Can't wait to dive in and share with you how this witness from the clouds cheered the name of Jesus and spurred me on. Tune in in two weeks.